What leaves tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, with a higher BAC than your ABV, Greg, Scott, and Dan. Yes, sir. Welcome in, everybody. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Thanks for caroling along with us. Sweet. It's a lot harder to say than I thought it was going to be. I am Greg, or that's Scott. Oi, V. And that's Dan. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> I wish everybody could have seen him in his Snoop Dogg doggy style shirt. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Plugging his nose to do, do that. Doing my best, I would say Feliciano yeah. impression right there. Uh, that was muy bien. Yeah, gracias. Yeah. yeah. Mucho bueno. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and joining in. Tis the season to drink some beers. Uh, in honor of that, our burp word of the day is holidays. Yes. Because yep. there's nothing like spending time with family that make you want to drink some beer. Yeah, that's right. And yes. burp. Yeah, that too. Uh, shout out to the Nard. Oh, shit. What? Oxnard topping nice. our listenership for last week. Nice. Must have been that whole uh, Casa Agria thing going on. I guess. <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Oxnard. Oh, yeah. They're all happy that we're drinking their, their one and only good beer out That's there. right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks, Oxnard, for listening. Keep spreading the word about the show. Don't forget, if you're on the social medias, everyone, hashtag show us your beers. Yeah. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. If you got a sweet can like that Casa Agria can last yeah. week, uh, don't forget hashtag cans for cans because Dan loves great cans. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everybody over here loves a great set of cans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a four-pack or something. So uh, do that. All right. Before we get any further, I think we'd be doing everybody a disservice if we didn't start drinking. Yes. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Yes, we will. And today, for our Beer of the Week, turns out we're drinking Firestone Walker's Gen 1. Gen 1. Unfiltered IPA. It's got 63 IBUs, has a 4.2 on Beer Advocates, and a 3.98 on Untapped. From Firestone, they say Generation 1, an unfiltered West Coast-style IPA, a Venice IPA of sorts. Uh, This is the first experimental beer brewed on our uh, 10-barrel Casper Schultz brew house. It's down in their Venice location. An unfiltered IPA that brings the gap between the juice-like hazy New England-style IPAs, and dry, bitter West Coast San Diego-style IPAs. This beer is full of bold hop aromas and flavors reminiscent of peach, grapefruit, and pineapple with a crisp, bitter finish, making it devilishly drinkable. Oh, man. Yeah. What say you, fellas? That's delicious. Yeah, I definitely it's... taste the grapefruit. Do you? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, I smell a lot of tropical on the nose here. Yeah, this is a throwback to like that danky West Coast IPA I would drink a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm really digging this one right now. Yeah, it's got that nice danky dank, but it's also mm-hmm. got a little bit of juice in there yep. too. Yeah, yep. That's the blending of styles. It's really good. Yeah, I get tropical. I do get the grapefruit mm-hmm. and uh, I'm pleasantly surprised by the grapefruit because usually that's a flavor I do not like. And uh, I'm, I'm digging this one. I had this way back when when they first brewed it down in Venice. I was down there like, you want to try our new one? I was like, What's your new one? And he's like, oh, we have this Gen 1. And I tried it, and I really liked it. And I thought, 
oh, let me get like some cans. He's like, oh, we'll never package it. He's like, oh, fuck, they'll never package this. And it's so good. I must share it with the world. <laughs> well, now they're packaging it. Yep. As never part of their, say never. Yeah, it's part of the Leo V. Ursus series. So uh, very excited that they decided to go ahead and package this one. It's delicious. It deserves. It's a uh, it's a fantastic rating on both beers yes. and Untapped. So. Good. Very good. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this. Yes. We'll sip on this, and we got a Christmas beer to get to later on All right. in the show. Uh, we got a lot of stuff for everyone out there. We got a little sports news. Of course, uh, Beer Babe of the Week. Oh, yeah. We got a Christmas drinking game to help everybody get through okay. the season. Oh, right on. Yes. And some booze news and other things. So uh, I guess we should just kind of break right into things with some crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? Oh, boy. It's time for a crotch talk. So, uh, I don't know if this is a grievance. I guess it's sort of a grievance. It's just weird. A couple weeks in a row now, I've gone out to my recycle can to jump off the just massive amounts of cans and bottles that I collect <laughs> over a few days at a time. And multiple times now, there's been an empty bottle of Seagram 7 in my recycling can. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like cheap-ass whatever whiskey you use. Is that so. yours? Not mine. Hmm. That's uh, that's not the, the type of whiskey that I am apt to enjoy. Maybe the dog? Maybe Marty the uh, beer pup is <laughs> changing tides on us. He's going with cheap whiskey. Oh, man. <laughs> we have to have a talk with him. Yeah, he's <laughs> having some seven and seven. That's yeah. weird, though. Yeah. So I, I, didn't tell, I didn't say anything about it the first time. The second time I saw it in there, I told the lady friend, just like, hey, this is weird. Like, this is showing up in the can. And look, I don't care. I'm not one of those people who's like, don't throw your dog shit in my trash can. It's like, look, if it's in a bag, who cares? Throw it in the trash can. It's a fucking trash can. Ready to throw it there in my yard or something. Right. Just, that's fine. It's my trash can. You can put shit in there as long as you're not, like, dumping massive amounts of stuff. So that part about it, that part of it doesn't bother me. Maybe but. that's Sancho's choice of drink. Oh. Oh, shit. Sancho from the Booze League? Mm, okay. Oh, the other <laughs> <laughs> or Sancho of uh, the guy who's frequ- Sancho that's frequently, frequently visiting your house when you're not here. Yeah, yeah. visiting my house. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah. So I said it to the lady friend. She's like, <gasps> she got all concerned. Oh, like, I'm like, uh-oh. well, I'm like, that's kind of weird that somebody is multiple times dumping booze yeah. in our it's strange trash can. Mm-hmm. Her concern was like, oh, I hope the uh, the neighbor's husband isn't an alcoholic and he's trying to hide it from her. <laughs> And I was like, well, first of all, <laughs> that's not my concern. Yeah. I really I hope he is. That's yeah. <laughs> I might like him a little yeah, better. We could be friends. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't really care if he is. That's that's not my problem. That's between the two of them. I said, but if I was to be hiding booze from you, I wouldn't dump it in my neighbor's trash can. I might go down the way a little bit, like on my way to work, kind of pull over, dump it in someone else's trash can so I don't get seen by somebody <laughs> who might potentially <laughs> say something like, Hey, dude, why you do? Yeah. What are you doing in my trash can? <laughs> At so, that point, it becomes public, right? So I don't think it's the neighbors. And like I said, I really don't care as far as like the trash thing is concerned. It's just a little weird, and it's the same <laughs> bottle a couple times. Really? Now. So, um, Scott, you want to tell us something? No, <laughs> <laughs> my trash can's full of them. So. Yeah, that's true. You don't drink the hard stuff, though, do you? No, yeah, it doesn't yeah. sit well. Nah, yeah, nah, but. Uh, and that's really it for me for for grievances. Anybody else have any grievances to share? Mm, no. Oh, that's good. No, it's a ha- it's a holidays. So. Holidays. My only grievance is I wish I could learn how to talk. Yeah, we all do. That's <laughs> it. that's every, that's the listener's grievance. Yeah. yeah, we all wish you could learn. All right. So uh, instead of an old timey word of the week, I thought I'd switch things up. Okay. 
start introducing some booze quotes as well. Oh, uh, we've okay. done a lot of old-timey words, and we'll start uh, kind of intermingling them with some booze quotes. And, and so to start us off with our booze quote of the week, this is from Jack Nicholson. Beer. It's the best damn drink in the world. There you go. Yeah. I can't agree more. No kidding. Thanks, That's Jack. good. Yeah. Jack said some famous lines over the years. He sure did. That's the most. Yeah. I miss yeah. him at the Laker games. Is he not there anymore? Not as much as he used to be. Is he embarrassed? Yeah. Maybe. It's interesting, right? I mean, it feels like he's only there like for like the nationally televised games. Mm. Like, oh, I can't. Wait, it? wait till they get a load of me. <laughs> <laughs> Here's I don't know. Johnny. Yeah, it's interesting, but I think he, like you said, like I think back in there, especially the early days with like you know, well Magic, and then even on to like Shaq, he was like yeah. there like every yeah. Game. He never missed well, even a game. even after Shaq when it was just Kobe and Powell mm-hmm. and those, he yeah. was always there. Yeah. Was well, I noticed a dude. little just, drop off. Oh, really? He's getting yeah. up there in years. Yeah, so. I think he that is. could be what it is. Yeah, he's an old fart. Yeah, he so. is. Interesting. Uh, all right, let's move on. Let's move on to bigger and better things. That's what she said, "Hey." No one could blame you for bed swerving. It's time for Beer Babe of the Week. Yes, it is. Her name is Brittany. You can find her on the Instagrams at Beers with Brittany. Hmm. Dan is approving. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this one, uh, she's drinking some tasty beers out of Austin, Texas. Texas girl if you will. So uh, do yourselves a favor. Go follow Brittany at beers underscore with underscore Brittany. Scott's eyes are going in circles now. He can't figure out what any of that means. Now going to drink some more. <laughs> yeah. Get this man a beer. Yes. Uh, do yourselves a favor and go give her a follow. Ooh, that was a quick fade. Uh, all right. Speaking of getting faded, no, not really. Let's talk a little sports before we get into some drinking games. And now the sports brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore Chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. Any new articles over at cleaninguptheglass.com? No. Okay. Nothing yet. I didn't think I missed anything. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to make sure. Um, you guys catch that Miami Patriots game over the wow. <laughs> yeah. over the weekend? Surprising. Yeah, very surprising. Yeah. Miami, Surprise ending to that movie there. Yeah, Miami pulling off the W with Ooh. a couple laterals. And yeah, a little yeah. razzle dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Nobody saw that coming. Nope. nope. Yeah. Yeah, even like I think the announcer when they threw the pass, you know, they were saying, this should end it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Not, that not was in the way you think, Bozo. Yeah, he threw it behind him. And that's exactly. He's yeah. like, yep, yeah, and this should end it here. And it's like, yeah. oh, shit, he's still going. Yeah. You what know what was, know what was weird about the game is why was Gronkowski playing defense? That was weird. Why was, was he in there? Yeah. Was, I don't know. I, I don't know if they maybe put him back there in case they were going to throw like a well, Hail Mary. Yeah, I'm thinking they, they were assuming a Hail Mary. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Miami yeah, just went, totally. Yeah, they took yeah. advantage of that because he can't even run anymore apparently. <laughs> no. In fact, he just fell flat on his face. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I got to play defense? Shit. Yeah. yeah Bilichek got fooled. Yeah. Big yeah, time. They schooled him. They acted a fool. Yes. Or something. Yeah. Uh, and the Cowboys, in a move of desperation are apparently trying to convince Jason Witten to unretire. Isn't that no strange? No way. <laughs> wow. Why? I guess they want him back. It's not even like they're in a position where they can like win a championship and that would entice no. him to come back. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Well, and it's not like, you know, given the same position, they would be like, man, we just need that one last piece. We'll pay him whatever he exactly. wants. Like, yeah, right. Then it's I could like, see it. Sure. Yeah, if they were like, you know, 
ten and two right now or something like that. And yeah, be like yeah, if they could get Jason Wynn, it'd be, it'd be a wrap. Yeah, but they're not like the Chargers, ten nope. and three. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. Who is? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, couldn't we all be so lucky? Yeah, man? yeah. The famous team from L.A. Yeah, <laughs> who'd have thunk? Every L.A. team doing great except for the Lakers. <laughs> Clippers are Clippers, doing good. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, the Lakers are doing pretty they're good. Doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, no, you know that's what? a narrative we do on the Lakers show. Lakers are here. number five in the division right yeah. now. Are they really in if the conference? The, and as a matter of fact, if the five playoffs were to start today, <laughs> yeah. it'd be the Lakers and the Clippers in yeah. the first round. That'd um, be a quick match. <laughs> we just wipe out those Clippers. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they um and, and it's real tight too. Like I think like you know any one from the top if they lose a game they're gonna it drop is a, like yeah it's like oh, really? spots or right something now. like that yeah, it's crazy it's like a few games that's separating number one from number eight mm-hmm. is it kind of like the nl west a few years ago where like yeah. yes the dodgers were in first but yes. every yep. team sucked it's <laughs> so of course it was close yeah it, it, and i think like curry being out from the warriors like really kind of tightened it up even more and then the houston rockets taking a big fall yeah yeah, yeah but it's just like so it's because they don't play defense it's anyone's conference right now until the warriors get healthy of right and well they got they rid of mellow and everybody. they just took a dive after him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what happened yeah he'll be missed yeah, yeah. <laughs> did he land anywhere no nobody wants that nobody asset. wants him anymore i was so surprised that people kept paying him as much as they did throughout right. the years like no. when he went to new york as like this highly regarded you know, asset. Oh, it's please. like he yeah. is so overrated. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. And you could just see how bad New York was starving for like that swingman star player. You know right. what I mean? That they were just celebrating Mello and it's like he sucks. Dude. Yeah. Like, no kidding. He's yeah. always been overrated. Those it, poor fans. It was funny. Supposedly, James, LeBron James had said that he would like to have him on the Lakers. Ah, no. And, and he said, nope. Never said that. <laughs> and then right away, the Lakers front office said, nope, we don't want him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants that guy. He's just he's, a liability. Yeah. He's yeah a waste. He sucks. Yeah. He's awful. Uh, but somebody who's wanted right now, Trevor Reza. God dang. Yeah, the Lakers something. are actively pursuing him. And you know, James Jones might hook it up. Really? Because he's their GM and he's the one that said, okay, Chandler, you want to go to the Lakers, I'll go ahead and buy out your contract and you can go help LeBron, who's my best buddy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so you probably work and say, oh, yeah, who else do you guys need for my roster? Because <laughs> you know we're not going anywhere <laughs> anytime soon. Oh, my God. We can't even get one of the best point guards in history into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's <laughs> how bad we suck. They're a sad bunch, but it's interesting that the Lakers are, are picking apart like whatever like useful players they have on their team like yeah we'll yeah. take him and we'll take him and you can have the rest right they're not paying anybody though no it's like what little uh nuggets can we yeah can we pick up it's here? interesting a little nugget here a little nugget there mm-hmm. here a nugget there a nugget everywhere nugget nugget <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what happened there <laughs> oh dear get this man a beer uh and then finally i just thought i should mention that uh congratulations to dan and his raiders oh yeah, yeah. yeah picking up the w <laughs> look at about there. time wow. yeah Securing Gruden's job. Gruden's making that money now. Yeah. <laughs> Earning every penny of it. Now, what I didn't realize, because I don't pay any attention to the Raiders, is that uh, is, is he signed to a 10-year deal? Yeah. Because I said something to Scott before the show, like, oh, well, I guess he saved his job for another week. He goes, oh, no, no that job is safe. Yeah. It's <laughs> safe, man. They, 10 years, 100 million. screwed it up big yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, and the Niners helping out the Chargers. Yes, thank you. Thank by you. beating Denver. Yeah. yeah. Nick Mullins, our new MVP. <laughs> <laughs> and Kittle. Kittle, I mean, Kittle's always been pretty good. He just has flashes every now and then. So, uh, yeah, any sports news that I missed? Um, just rumors. That, I mean, this week is going to be the winter meetings in baseball. Oh, yeah. Rumors have it that Puig's on the trade block with, again, he always is. So. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
They're talking about you know Puig leaving and Harper coming. Well, this is this is L.A. for so for the rest of the country. You're probably hot bored stove already. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love it. They said like, oh, Magic Johnson met with Bryce Harper. He's like, no, I didn't. No, yeah, I no, didn't. No, 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 I didn't. <laughs> Magic Johnson loves to get that tampering fine. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh man, it's like I swear I did not meet with Bryce Harper oh, in Las Vegas. Was it twice he's been fined for? Is it twice? bringing up papers? Bringing up paper? Bringing up people's names yeah but other teams but it's all been basketball related so far yeah right? so far yeah yeah he's trying to cross over <laughs> literally <laughs> I think, and uh, i think he can mention names right now in baseball since the season's over i don't know i don't know Who knows i'm not, I'm not a lawyer yeah we'll, we'll ask our legal department and get back <laughs> to you later yeah they got some weird fucking rules yeah so all right let's uh let's move on with some with a drinking game yeah oh sweet yes yeah. let's get some good music going too oh hi I just like the song. Oh, yeah. Let it play on a little bit. Christmas and Hollis. Yeah. So uh, I went looking for some Christmas-themed drinking games, and I found some that were, you know, they were whatever. Like, this one is interesting. Buy a few bottles of Smirnoff, the marshmallow vodka, which, ugh. Yeah, that's gross. But the game sounds interesting. Uh, buy a bunch of large marshmallows. Find a coaster and uh, place it in the center of the table. You stack marshmallows, and the first one to knock it over, kind of Jenga style, but reverse, has to drink. Oh, wow. I was like, that would be a punishment, because that marshmallow vodka tastes like butthole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. What a punishment. Another one where like you uh, play the Grinch song, and every time they do, like uh, they describe how bad he is, you have to make your own bad description of him. You know, like you're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You know, you oh, gotta yeah. do like a very descriptive Grinch one, and if you if you can't come up with one, then you have to take a shot. <laughs> one of the ones that I enjoyed though was called Deck the Halls. And it's it's pretty simple. You have yourself a Christmas party. You buy several bags of Christmas bows. You know, like the sticky ones you put on top of presents yes. and stuff. And uh, they say you divvy them up between everyone at the party. I like the idea, of, like putting them in a huge bowl, like as you walk in the door. In your job is to stick the bows onto your fellow party guests' backs throughout the party. Uh, or they, this one, they said a time limit to it, throughout an hour. And if you notice, if they notice you sticking the bow on, then it doesn't count. And at the end of the hour, you have to take a shot for every bow that you got decked oh, with. Oh, shit. wow. Yeah, so if you have like eight bows on the back of your shirt, that's eight shots right there. Nice. Oh, man, that's scary. That is scary. Especially when you drink and you get in that numb feeling or whatever, and yeah. you're like, what's going on, yeah. man? Are you touching my butt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some Which, people might pretend they didn't feel it on purpose. That's true. They might. Yeah. I probably have bows on my forehead and not know it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be asleep on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Shit on your <laughs> face. Bows everywhere. Yeah, Dan wakes up. Bro, you got a drink. I wake up and just throw them bows. <laughs> Cadillac grip. I just you put that bow on my eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like the idea of adding to it, like, if you get caught putting the bow on, the person who gets caught should have to take a drink immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You just got caught. That's a good rule, too. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know why that wasn't a part that of it. That would encourage so. more drinking. That would encourage more drinking, and I encourage more drinking. So, <laughs> we always do. <laughs> yeah, everyone should drink. Uh, speaking of drinking, is everybody ready for the bullpen beer? Show enough. Uh, by the way, you guys, if you have any fun Christmas-themed drinking games that you want to share with us, please send them our way, the unfiltered gentleman at gmail.com. We'd love to uh, maybe try them out or at least talk about them on the show. All right, let's make ourselves a call to the pen. 
pen for beer. Ah, yes, he does. I've been looking forward to this one all year, as I do most years. We are drinking Port Brewing Company's Santa's Little Helper. Has a 9.9%, 70 IBUs. Mm. It's a 4.01 on Beer Advocate and a 3.86 on Untapped. From the brewery, they say Santa's Little Helper, our imperial stout, starts with an emphasis on dark cocoa and roasted coffee aromatic. Do you know I think this needs a little music while we talk about it. Um, the finish lends hints of sweet crystal malt, warming tones of alcohol, and a touch of hops, making a perfect accompaniment to leftover fruitcake and sugar cookies. God damn. What say you? That's a dessert right there, man. Yeah. That's quite the treat. A lot of chocolate on the nose. Yeah. A lot of... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> smells like dessert. Very man. toasty. That's that's what you like during uh, the holidays. Something toasty. Mm-hmm. I can co-sign that, as mm-hmm. you might say. <laughs> Excuse me while I drink and make drinking noises over oh. here. Yeah. A lot of uh, chocolate, a lot of toastiness man. on the nose. Ooh, Scott digs it. That's good shit. Yeah. Are you picking up the chocolate and the coffee? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> Very delicious. Mm-hmm. Feel very festive drinking it. Yeah, it's got a nice, like, warm, boozy finish to it. Not too strong. I'm aroused. Oh God, <laughs> take his <laughs> away, stuff. please. Take it away. Shades of uh, Choco Vesa. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. A little yeah. Bit. minus the spice. Yeah. Correct. Minus the spice. Yeah, Maybe a little. I don't know if that's uh, just a toasty or whatever, but I taste a little something on there. Yeah. I get the like the warming, you know, like the choco base has a lot of warmingness from like the cinnamon type spices. Oh, okay. On this one, I'm getting it from the booze itself. Right. It's sort of lending that warmth. Yeah. And uh, it's getting cold out here in California. It's warm Ooh, up, man. Yeah, it's down to like the 50s. Hey, the other morning it was in the high 30s. Oh, I almost died. I bet. Yeah. How'd your car even start? I, I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just went back inside. <laughs> Fuck it. Yep. <laughs> Too cold. I can't oh, get the keys God. out of my pocket. I gotta go back in. Yeah. So I gotta wear pants today. Yeah, forget <laughs> the hell with this. <laughs> I gotta wear I pants while pants. I drive. <laughs> I don't even own pants. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are pants? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is tasty. I look forward to this every year. And I'm, I'm glad I got my hands on some just in time. For the end of the year. Uh, all right. I'd say we move on to some booze news all right. before we get out of here. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. Yes, it is. Uh, I really like to talk about this one. Uh, we're, you know, we had Firestone at the top of the show. Firestone is doing a Helis logger in honor of Sergeant Helis, who lost his life in the uh, borderline shooting out here in Thousand Oaks. Uh, they're doing Helis logger. Says, uh, Sergeant Ron Helis, a lover of Firestone Walker beers, was tragically killed in the Thousand Oaks shooting. Toast to Sergeant Helis by ordering a Helis logger in his honor throughout the month of December, and Firestone will be making a donation on behalf of Sergeant Helis to the Helis family. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. Very nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so thank you, Firestone, for... Uh, being a badass and, and doing that. That's very cool. Firestone is also a part of Sierra Nevada's uh, Resilience IPA that all the uh, proceeds are going to the California wild, Wildfires. Oh, that's good. I think the count is up to 1,200 breweries across wow. the nation that have uh, joined on for that. I think it's 1,200 is the last I heard. Could be higher by now, but a lot of, a lot of California, but a lot of elsewhere too, which is really kind of cool to see. Yeah. Very nice. Thanks, so beer people. If you drink a lot of the Helis and you get pulled over, uh-huh. you think they'll let you go? Say, hey, I was drinking a lot of the, you know, <laughs> for the car. Sounds like a know? good excuse. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're trying to do uh, your part. Yeah. 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 Trying to donate to the, the 
falling guy there. Yeah, let us know how that works out for you. <laughs> I'm excited I'll, to I'll see. call you from prison. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Your one phone call. Guess what? <laughs> Didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't, Didn't work. work. At least we get a phone call. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, let us know how that works for you. <laughs> Um, the ca- the co-founder, look a little high there. Co-founder, <laughs> hello, <laughs> of Saint Archer Brewing is launching a new beer brand in San Diego. Uh, more than three years after selling Saint Archer to Miller Coors, Josh Landon is back in the brewing business. He's co he co-founded Saint Archer in 2013 and has launched a new brewing company, Harland Brewing Company, in San Diego. The former Saint Archer VP Jeff Hansen and ex-market manager Anthony Levis. He says, I really missed seeing our beer on draft and drinking my beer with our brewers and seeing people wearing our T-shirts and talking about it and going to beer festivals. I missed all that, and I missed all of that in an independent way. Once we sold it to Coors, the entrepreneurial spirit and everything that comes along with it just got over, was just gone overnight. And that was personally really hard for me, and it took me a long time to get over it. So I guess uh, he's finally gotten over it, and we're going to see new beer from... Uh, what used to be St. Archer. You guys like St. Archer back in the day? Uh, you know, I can't say I've really had too much of their stuff to make an educated, uh, have an educated opinion here. They ha- I mean, not, I talk like they're not around anymore. They just sold out. Uh, that white IPA or white ale, white something. I always enjoyed that. I think that's probably all I've really had from them. That's probably what a lot of people have only had. That seems to be like their more popular one. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of San Diego beer, Green Flash is rebranding. We've talked a lot recently about the troubles of Green Flash and being bought out by an investment company and seeming like the end of Green Flash, but it looks like things are uh, on the up and up and are get, starting to get turned around. Uh, they're rebranding and they're returning the uh, original West Coast IPA. Uh, they say 2018 was the year of transition for San Diego craft brewer Green Flash. Instead of rehashing old painful memories, we wanted to share info that Green Flash is in the final stages of a rebrand and will include the return of the original recipe of West Coast IPA, a beer that has been transformed from a crisp hoppy ale to a rather malty double IPA. Uh, they have a new label, which obviously you guys can't see right now, within the uh, database and uh, the full pint where I got the story, reached out to Green Flash and were surprised that they heard back from them so quickly uh, if you recall as they were kind of folding they weren't answering any media questions or anything green flash says our new visual identity represents a dramatic shift for the green flash brand and reinforces its origin as one of the original san diego craft beers there was no doubt about our legendary west coast ipa would be the first style to uh, don the new logo and design the custom coastline illustration and our toast from the coast manifesto reinforces the brand's purpose and connection to San Diego. Over the years, we've also heard from our loyal drinkers who reminisced about the original 7% recipe. Uh, so we're excited to announce that we're that we're bringing back, I found a typo in their thing, that we're bringing back yeah. this recipe as part of the brand Refresh. Stay tuned in 2019 as we continue to update our packaging and celebrate our toast from the coast. So that'll be nice. They're bringing back the OG West Coast IPA, not that uh, malt bond that they were distributing for quite some time. <laughs> Have you guys had the West Coast IPA from Green Flash? Green Flash, yeah, I've yeah. had that. It's one of those that was like back in the day, it's like, man, that was the jam. Yeah. And then it kind of got overdone and, and then turned into their double IPA, which if you're just looking to have a couple of beers, you may not want the double IPA. I mean, if you're looking to get buzzed yeah. nice and fast, then, slammed. then go for it. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, it's nice to see that they're, they're doing well. That's interesting. I think that's probably the only one I've had from Green Flash, too, that I think of. Oh, really? It. Yeah. No, I went to the Green Flash Brewery hmm, two years ago, 
and just had a bunch of whatever was on the wall and wasn't super impressed mm. you know like they had, they're hoppy as as can be and we all know that and so they do a good job but it wasn't there was nothing really exciting there besides a bunch of hoppy stuff there was nothing kind of fun to play with and so just kind of whatever and then they brought brought bought alpine and i never had alpine before they were bought and from everything i heard is alpine was much better before they were purchased by green flash oh wow so be interesting to see if they hang on to alpine or uh what goes on there so that's a bummer right uh trillium <laughs> trillium brewing uh has run into some legal issues with labor practice and brewing methods being questioned uh, Massachusetts craft beer maker Trillium Brewing labor practices and brewing methods are under scrutiny after accusations were lodged last week by a self-described former employee in an online beer forum. <laughs> According to the former employee who used the anonymous name a bag of fit. <laughs> a bag of fit? I don't know what that means. Self-described? <laughs> At least it wasn't like something like teabagger or something <laughs> like that. Teabagger 69. Yeah, or... like, <laughs> my balls, your beer. Or yeah. Something like that. yeah. <laughs> Uh, in a beer advocate forum, Trillium required its retail employees to reapply for their own jobs that they already held prior to last month's opening of the company's new brewery, taproom, and restaurant in Boston's Four Point neighborhood. Excuse me, Fort Point neighborhood. The ex-worker wrote that the base compensation for, for employees who had worked for more than three years at the brewery was cut from eight an hour to five dollars an hour Whoa. to work the exact same job just across the street. Uh, that may not sound like a lot, but that's a 37.5% cut and would be around $6,000 a year for full-time staff. So That's rough. That is rough. So now they're under some investigation mm. for all of that. Slave drivers. Right. <laughs> I like the self-described thing. Self-described? Yeah. What? Well, I'm, I'm quite good looking and <laughs> have a huge dick. Right. Let me self-describe myself. <laughs> Teabagger 69. <laughs> Allow myself to introduce myself <laughs> some really bad news coming out of san diego Uh-oh. i think we all know and love benchmark brewing it's got one of dan's favorites yeah hop chunks yeah uh-huh. uh co-owner rachel Aken. i can always it's the easiest name and i always feel weird saying it a-k-i-n i think it's Aken. yeah yeah i've interviewed them and i still feel, feel weird saying their name <laughs> Uh, posted on Facebook last week, said, Hello, friends. This post is tough to write, but here it goes. Benchmark Brewing Company is looking for a buyer. Ooh. As many of you know, Matt and I have been struggling in the extreme with our distribution sales over the past year. Uh. The loss in revenue has led us to sever ties now that our contract has ended and sign on with a new distributor, Brown Bag Beverage. We are feeling positive about the potential of this new partnership but have conf- and have confidence that we will show strong growth over the next several months. Uh, to get back on track. But things are very pressing at this point. We are in dispute with our landlord that will cause us to lose our headquarters space in a little over a week. The only solution at this point is cash. So if you or anyone you know might be interested in a brewery, please direct them to, and it's her email, rachel at benchmarkbrewing.com. Not in a position to buy us out, but still want to help. Share this post. You never know who might see it. Also, please swing by and buy some beer. We'd love to see you and every little bit helps. Uh, feel free to e- email or DM me for details. We are really hoping that our network can come to the rescue. All options are on the table. Oh, man. Uh, we've shared it, on, shared it on our Facebook, The Unfiltered Gentleman. That's really shitty. I wish I yeah. knew more details. It sounds like they're having issues with the landlord, and I don't know if it's just a, they want to raise their rent or what, but they have two locations now. One is headquarters, and one is their Bay Park location, and they're only producing at the headquarters. They don't brew at the other location. It's just a tap room. So if they were kicked out of their headquarters, they wouldn't be able to brew. And so oh, man. Oh. situation is dire. Um, 
as of this recording, they're still there. I I checked earlier today and they posted something on Facebook. So uh, if you want to buy a brewery or <laughs> help send a bunch of cash <laughs> or something, go check out Benchmark Brewing uh, or check out the post on our Facebook, facebook.com slash unfiltered gentlemen. That sucks, man. I know. I haven't had enough of their stuff, man. I know yeah, we need more. I'm kidding. And it, and I get it that the it really seems like the craft beer bubble is bursting. That's a tongue yeah. twister. And uh, the the crappier ones and the the just the lesser breweries are starting to get filtered out. Mm-hmm. And that we all knew it was going to happen. And it's a good thing, in my opinion, that it's happening because there's so many breweries. It's about time that the not so good ones get filtered out. Here's the problem: Benchmark is not one of the bad ones. They're one of the really really good ones. Yeah. Um, We've had a couple of their beers on the show. I've got, in fact, I have one of their barrel-aged beers in my fridge right now. Hopefully, they get this all sorted and, and money gets uh, fixed and all that good stuff. That's a shame. I'm, I'm bummed out. I know. Sit, please send hop chunks. <laughs> yeah. Can we get like one last case before they close? God, if that was you so close? good. So good. That's one of my favorites. Uh, and then finally, thank God. Hmm? Paps and Miller Coors reached a settlement in their contract brewing dispute. Oh, I know you guys were all worried about PBR and all that stuff. What the hell? Oh, yeah. Uh, After a month of arguments in Milwaukee courtroom, PBR, well, Pamps Brewing Company, it feels weird saying their whole name, (laughs) and Miller Coors have settled a lawsuit that Pamps claimed could have put the 174-year-old beer company out of business. Oh, they had them. Oh, they had them by the balls. (laughs) They had their teeth on the curb. All they had to do was step on their neck. Oh, my God. Uh, In a statement, a Pamps... which sounds like a procedure that a woman gets at the doctor. <laughs> Spokesperson suggested that a long-term solution had been reached after the two parties amicably resolved all outstanding issues in the case. Paps will continue to offer PBR and the rest of our authentic, great-tasting, and affordable brews Ooh, right. to all Americans that's, for many, many years to That's good news. That's so Ray Zelinsky of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the lawsuit centered around nearly two decades old contract brewing arrangement between PBR and Miller Coors, which Pabst Blue Ribbon, Lone Star, Schlitz, Old Milwaukee, and other brands for Pabst. Uh, that was slated to expire in 2020. However, PBR uh, held options to renew the contract through 2030. Also, Schlitz is still around? Just makes me think of Super Troopers. <laughs> Schlitz. I'll take six Schlitzes. Some Schlitzes. <laughs> All right, give me whatever you got. Uh, despite the renewal options, Miller Coors argued that it may not have the brewing capacity required to extend the contract. Volumes for the maker of Coors and Coors Light and Miller Light have declined in recent years, and as a result, the Chicago headquartered company shuttered its production facility in Eden, North Carolina, in 2016. The company has also contemplated closing a second production facility in Irwindale, California. Mm. Wow. So, uh, basically, they were shutting down facilities because they're not making enough, and it was going to affect the contract. Whatever. Good news, everybody. We can still have real shitty beer there for years go. to come. Yay. Yeah. Hey, when you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. Is that the slogan? That was the slogan. Was it really? Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think I've ever heard that before. That might when be a you're little... you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. <laughs> might be a little before my time. A little bit. Yeah. How funny. It was almost true. <laughs> Back then it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Anything else that I missed? You know, just real quick, because okay. this probably should have been a crotch talk. Good night, everybody. Yes. Yeah. I uh, celebrated my first annual uh, Scott's Christmas party last weekend, mm. which is great. I best, didn't know you had a Christmas best party. Best Christmas party I've ever had. 
Oh, basically what it was is uh, everybody's either working or moving out, uh-huh. so I was by myself. Oh, okay. So I came home from work early and uh, stopped by uh, the local uh, brewery, got me a growler full. And oh. Was it institution? It, it, as a matter of fact, it was. <laughs> um, and just me and the dog, the rest of the afternoon and evening and nice. whatever. Yeah, it was a great party. Did you so share? It was like Home Alone of Macaulay Culkin was like <laughs> in his like, 70s. I mean, dude, I just <laughs> locked the door, closed the blinds, and just stripped down of my boxers whoa, and just whoa, drank whoa. and watched football or whatever was on TV and nice. got drunk till I passed out. Did you share with the dog? Nope. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, dog don't get my beer. Oh, well, all right. Well, good time. She wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. Did you play a lot of this? I did <laughs> all night. Just looped it. <laughs> Every time you poured yourself a drink. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which awesome. means I played it a lot. Yeah. And yeah, it's the best Christmas party I've ever been to. Just keep toasting yourself. Scott, I oh, had a yeah. great party. Yes. Thank you. Scott, yeah. you throw great parties. Yeah, no one, well, you know. You're like, how do you get all these bows on my bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh, guess you better drink. <laughs> That's 27 bows. <laughs> Oh, good times. Well, I'm glad you had yourself a nice little party there. Yes, indeed. Oh, yeah. very good. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's wrap things up over here and have our own party. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com or on the social medias at theunfilteredgentleman, except for Twitter at unfilteredgents. You can call us or leave us a drunk voicemail, 805-538-BEER, 233-7, and keep telling your friends about the show and spreading the word and all that good stuff. Got more drinking games next week, and uh, next week I think it's going to officially become Christmas time for us. So we'll get we'll get into that on the next podcast. So make sure you stay tuned. I think that's everything. I hope everyone out there is staying hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Yeah.